Hello, my wee fam, and welcome back. So, I tried to do two different episodes, and neither one of them sat right with my heart. So I said, you know what? Let me just wait, and let me allow my heart to just release whatever it's feeling right now, and then I'll come back and try again. Not try again, but go at it again. I want to first say thank you to all my returning listeners. I appreciate you wholeheartedly for those that share. I mean, I don't know if you guys do or not, but I'm going to just speak it into existence. I appreciate every share, every listen. So thank you so much to all my new listeners. Welcome in. I am Andrea. I am the creator of Women's Enlightenment. I am an author of two books and I am a writer at heart, a speaker, Photography is my favorite thing to do as well because when you do photography, it takes you to a different lens that we don't really pay attention to on a daily basis. So that's why photography seems to be my best one. (laughs) Anyways, let's get into this. I want to talk about projection and alignment because that is something that was happening to me for two Weeks, And I think it was a little longer, but within those two weeks is when I finally paid attention to what was happening because it was mentally and emotionally draining me and I could not figure out what it was. I couldn't figure out what was going on. And then I had to have some gut punches happen to me via other people. And once that happened is when I really had to start focusing and paying attention to what was going on all around me. Now, mind you, I have no problem apologizing Um, If I am the reason or I started something or I said something that, you know, doesn't didn't sit right with somebody, because I know that sometimes my words can be very um, to the point. Basically, there is no way to do there. It's no way to sugarcoat anything like that. My words can be very to the point, but not very to the point. My words can be to the point. And um, I at times have to sit back on. What I've said, so I can say, you know what, I probably could have said that a different way, which would have, you know, still meant the same thing, but just a softer blow. And something happened, like when I was at work, and my manager was like, you probably could have said that a different way, but the message was still, you know, needed. And I was like, you're so right. And I think about that all the time. But in these two weeks, In these two weeks, projection, deflection, and everything (laughs) was happening. And I had to look at and understand the test that was happening, but I didn't understand the test until Thursday when the last gut punch was given to me. And I was like, it is time for me to take a second. I don't want to talk to people right now. I don't want to do much of any kind of interaction right now because I really have to figure out what is happening. And maybe this has happened to somebody else and maybe you're going through this right now. For anybody that, you know, follows along with astrology, shifting, um, any cleansing, stuff like that, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. For anybody that does not, you still are going to understand what I'm talking about, but you are going to understand it at a later date because you probably have gone through this and probably just didn't even pay attention to what you were going through. So, I'm going to help you. Hopefully I help you. Um, 
So we all know what projection is, right? It's it's a form of defense in which unwanted feelings are def- are displaced on another person, where they then appear as a threat from the external world. So I'm looked. I want to make sure I have the definition for you guys. Um, and a common form of projection occurs when an individual threatened by his own anger feelings acute um, accuses another of harboring hostile thoughts. Now, there's more for that, by the way, because projection is a straight defense mechanism. And I know we all do it. We've done it. Um, But, you know, let me tell you how draining it is. (laughs) It's draining, especially when it's done to you and you you really trying to figure out how to understand it. You cannot. You cannot in the moment. And so what was happening to me was, um, again, for those that are new, I, I am a, I, I'm in property management. So I, you know, have been taking hit after hit after hit with people and their disrespect. And, you know, when I have to implement rules and don't, people don't like it because prior to me, their rules were not implemented. They were talked about, but they were not implemented. So I have to implement them and I have to stick to them. And when I tell you that will bring out people's anger, frustration, deflection, and projection. I mean it to the T because I became everyone's enemy because I had to set rules and I don't let people just talk to me disrespectfully or, you know, they come in and they're yelling, they're being rude. And I'm like, absolutely not. No, no, no. Like we stopped it at the door. And I'm like, until you can speak to us respectfully, you cannot be in here. And it doesn't matter if they're speaking respectfully, I mean, disrespectfully in person, over the phone or an email, I shut it down. And I'm like, you cannot be verbally abusive. You cannot write it and still be abusive with your writing. And you're not going to talk to us verbally abusive in a verbally abusive manner. So, and then when you have to respond with... I'm sorry, when people are responding to you in their mode of anger, they don't hear you. So I will stand firm with what I'm saying because I'm like, like I said before, you are not going to stand in here talking to either of us like that or any of us like that. I will always protect my team. And um, it takes people a minute, but then they come back and apologize now let me let me explain this apologies. <laughs> I get that people apologize after they've done something disrespectful. I just want to acknowledge that those apologies you know honestly, I don't think people mean them because they knew what they were doing when they did it. They only apologize because they're like, okay, you know what? If I don't, I might be out of a place or I don't know what else is going to happen next. So let me just go in here and apologize real quick. But then they come back and do the same thing again. And that's why I said they don't, they don't, those apologies, they're in one ear and out the other because one day they'll be just as fine. The next day they're cussing and yelling, telling you about yourself. And this is anybody, just in general. And then they apologize, but then they're doing it all over again. So what did you really apologize for? 
just for you to do it all over again to see if people want to accept your apology? What are you doing that for? So this goes to any and everybody that's listening. If you have been the person projecting anger or frustration onto somebody else and deflecting, really stop and, and really, really, really pay attention to what you're doing and ask yourself, why are you doing that? Because if it's not that person that did it to you, you really have to look within and figure out exactly what you're mad about. And that's what was happening to me for two weeks. Two. Two whole weeks. Personally and professionally. Two whole weeks. And it got to a point where I was like, I need to stay to myself. You know, give a little laugh, get a little conversation, but I need to stay to myself because... If I don't and I react the wrong way, this is going to be bad, you know? So, but, um, so if you're wondering if you're projecting or not, here's some other ones that could probably help. Are you, um, you're feeling overly hurt, defensive, or sensitive about something someone has said or done? Feeling highly reactive and quick to blame? Difficulty being objective? Um, getting perspectives and standing in the other person's shoes, noticing that this situation or your reactivity is a reoccurring pattern. And I know a lot of us don't like to see that or acknowledge it, but I think we really have to, not I think, I know we do. We have to start acknowledging what we're doing to other people and ourselves, ourselves first and then to other people. Because if you keep projecting, that means you have not even tried to understand exactly what you're frustrated or you're mad about. You're projecting your anger, your frustration, you're being defensive. Why? And I've been in conversations conversations where it's like, well, you don't have to be so defensive. And I think about it. I'm like, okay, you're right. But it's also the way you're coming at me. I've said before When we have trauma that we're still working through and triggers that we're still working through because we're still working surely to heal our inner child and we're working to, you know, heal our inner child's pain as adults, listen, you're going to always be that fuse that on a firecracker, you don't know if it's lit or not. Oh, it's lit. Just stay back. It's definitely lit. So we have to learn how to and understand how to start really processing what we're feeling and what we're going through. Because if not, we're going to keep on projecting. We're going to keep on deflecting. And we're not going to ever blame ourselves. We're going to blame everybody else. We're going to be the, we're going to be the victim and everybody else is going to be the villain. And that's not always true. You are the villain. And you're, and you're making it as if you're not, and that's not good. Which is why it is so important for us to start sitting with ourselves so we can do the inner work. And I know a lot of people, you know, on social media, they're talking about, oh, people need to do their work and nobody wants to blah, blah. Listen, <laughs> inner work is very serious. You doing your inner work slowly but surely 
taking the steps to do your inner work will help you in every single area in your life. Every single area. I have repeated things in my life a couple times and I'm like, why? But because I wasn't doing the inner work. I wasn't getting to the root of what was causing the repeating of situations, the repetitiveness of situations. And once I started to pay attention and focus on my mishaps and my steps and my wrongdoings and fixing and catching it before it's, I listen, it, it is work. It is not an overnight thing. It is definitely a month, a year, a couple years. It is work on top of work, on top of work. But it's worth it to do because you have to get to a space and a place where your happiness can be pure happiness. And you can truly feel your joy and happiness. And yes, we can all be mentally strong. We done did this. We done did that. We done did. We are going to repeat some things, even as we get further in healing our inner peace and our inner selves. We're going to. And it's how you react is what lets you know that you still need to heal those parts of you. I... was emotionally and mentally tapped. So by Thursday, when I got the call, and actually a text came in later, I was like, you know what? This ain't about me. And I was really questioning everything that was happening, and I'm an overthinker on top of that. So I was like, you know, what and I and what and what? And I was like, stop. I had to slow my brain down, and I had to just be at peace. Because then I had to tell myself, Really? Or is there something bigger? Or does it have nothing to do with me, but my name is thrown in there? Which again, projection was thrown at me. And so once I sat with myself, and actually after I called my best friend and just like let it all out, because I was like, I don't understand it, but like in tears before I called her. So by the time we were talking, I was already just, I was depleted. <laughs> But I still needed to get it out because I needed to hear what was really happening in that conversation that happened prior to the text I got. It was mainly the conversation, but for me, it was the, it was everything. The whole two weeks plus that conversation plus the text. So it was like a couple things were happening, but I, in that one call, you know, speaking with my best friend, I just had to let it out because... That was very hurtful. And I couldn't understand the angles of it all. So when I woke up Friday and uh, I was still just drained emotionally, physically, emotionally just drained from it all. And I had to ask myself, what are you going to do different today? And in those two weeks, uh, my watch, I would have an Apple watch and um, my background changed on my watch for two weeks. It was butterflies. 
those have been following along, you guys know in November, my sister passed away. Butterflies are our thing. And for two weeks, my background stayed at the butterflies. I tried to change it three different times. And on the third time, when it within minutes changed back, I was like, I'm not going to touch it no more. So I left it alone. And it was like at the end of the chapter that I was in and on, that Thursday was the closing of the chapter. So Friday, I realized, I looked down at my watch because I was, you know, somebody had asked me the time and I wasn't by my computer. And I was like, oh, it's, and I looked at my watch and my watch had went back to the, the normal background that I usually have it on. And all I could do was just stop and smile. And I understood exactly what that meant. And that's, that is when I understood that the tests that were being given to me for those at that moment I had passed. And it was how to deal with people when they're projecting their anger, their frustrations, their hurts that have nothing to do with me onto me. I had to make two decisions last week or the week before. And in those two decisions, and in those two decisions, actually one of them, uh, both of them were not really my decisions. It was lack of um, things being done. And they the decisions had to be done. And so they were. They were made. And I have to be careful when I'm... <laughs> When I'm doing these episodes, because I know that there are certain people that listen to them and will take them the wrong way um, that are previous employees. So I'm very careful on how I do everything and say everything. But I had to remind myself, too, that I'm not saying anything that is going to hurt anybody. I'm saying things that maybe when people listen, they'll understand that it had nothing to do with me. And so that's what I'm telling you as my listeners, it has it has nothing to do with you unless you directly did something to somebody, then yes, it has something to do with you. But if you are getting tested in this way, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. But they don't want to face their test. So you're the problem, even though you're not. Alignment. Can we talk about alignment? And I understand that a lot of people are like, now, alignment, da da da. No, 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 no. Alignment is what you need. Um, especially if, like, you're in a relationship, marriage, you know, alignment, it's about being off at the same time. You're not going to be on the same page at the same time and understanding that that's okay. Um, and it's also okay to understand that you don't have to be aligned when you think you're supposed to be aligned. It doesn't happen right away. Um, emotionally and mentally, things will happen in your life, will throw you off balance, and... Changes will happen. 
you have this big old plan and everything was supposed to do what it's supposed to do this day, that day, this day, that day, this week, you know, and everything that was planned out did not align with what you were, with with what was really supposed to be happening. So everything that was put up for all these dates and times, everything was changed about. And for some people that throws them off because they feel that, you know, writing out your goals, writing out your accomplishments, writing out your day and your tasks and everything like that is supposed to go directly as planned, uh, correctly as planned. And it does not. It does not. And it's coming to grips with understanding that life is going to have ups and downs, turns and brick walls and speed bumps and stop signs that you didn't know were there and yield signs. They're going to have all of that. So when you are attempting to be aligned in one way, you end up getting aligned another way. And it will throw you completely off, but it was needed for you to pay attention to everything that's coming, everything that's in front of you, everything that's besides you. You have to pay attention. And that's okay when that happens. Some of us are not okay with a lot of change. Some of us are not okay with change that has to do with recalculating everything. It throws us off. And some of us just, we step at the at our own pace. And whatever happens, happens. We are on this, you know what? I walk by faith and that's how I live my life. And I'm not going to tell you that's a bad way to live, actually. <laughs> some people may think it's reckless. Other people understand that way of living. Because it's such a free way of living because you're not bound to schedules and appointments and all of this. Now, unless you have to have appointments and schedules, then yes, you do what you have to do. But if there is a way to not always have everything filled up and filled out and just live in the moment and enjoy the days that are here without them being filled with everything, you are going to just feel the sense of release. But if you have to have control, then that's going to throw you off. You're not going to like it one bit. Because you have to be in control. You have to know what your day looks like. You have to know what every minute looks like. You have to know what this is. You have to know. When you release that mental space of, I need control of everything that I do every single day, there comes this place of peace. And it takes you a while to get there. And everybody's not going to agree with what I'm saying. And that's okay. It is great to have difference opinion in opinions. I was having a conversation with somebody. And um, in our conversation, I was like, can I ask you a question? <laughs> like, I had to stop. I was like, can I, can I ask you a question? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, uh... 
Where in here do you have time for you? I, you just told me everything that had nothing to do with you. When do you have time for you? Why is everything just planned out and mapped out, but there's still no time for you? So you're on vacation and your whole vacation is already laid out. Like there is nothing in there that's just relaxing. I thought when you go on vacation, I mean, I get it. We all do it different. When you go on vacation, you're supposed to go on vacation and enjoy and, and, and be free. And not have every single day planned what you're going to do down to the second. I understand when you're going to new places, you want to try new things, you want to see new things, but things happen. Life happens. You may not be able to try that because at that time, that place is not going to be open. It's closed. They moved. They did this. What's going to happen then? It's going to throw a wrench in your plans. And you're going to feel like you're not successful because you didn't know that ahead of time. You should have known that. Why should you have known that? Things happen. I... I really think that when you're moving and stepping with faith, things happen different for you. The moment I had to kind of be in this locked position, Not only did it make me pay attention to a lot of things that I do, it made me pay attention to a lot of things I haven't done. Then it also made me pay attention to, I don't, I don't like feeling the, the ways of just being in a position where you can't freely move. And I don't want to say caged because you're not caged. You're not chained. You just, you're not able to freely move like you want. And that puts you in a mental space as well because you're thinking like, why am I doing everything that I'm doing? Why am I not just allowing myself to freely move about and make things happen? Because it, it was harder but easier at the same time because you're freely moving about. Now, the only thing that you really need to do because everything consists of having money now is making sure you have a way of having finances. And I'm not saying throw everything away and just, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying think about less things being planned out and just going with the flow and enjoying life. And I understand people with that going with the flow thing really hits a nerve because it's like, I ain't going with the flow and wow, that, maybe you should try it. (laughs) Maybe you should try it. Maybe you should just try it for a little bit because going with the flow is not a bad thing. It's not. It depends on the situation also. But it's not a bad thing. But I really want us to sit with the projection piece of this conversation because a lot of us deflect and do a lot of projection. 
And if we're not going to sit with ourselves to understand what the real reason behind our frustrations and our hurt and our dislike for ourselves is at the moment, we're, we're going to keep on doing what we've been doing and it's going to be a very vicious cycle after a while. You don't want that. You definitely don't want that. But you also don't want to keep going on and blaming other people for things that they didn't even do because you're hurting. Because you're not ready to let go of certain things. Because you're not ready to do the inner work so you can stop projecting. And we repeat a lot of things in conversation also when those spaces have not been confronted so the hurt can no longer be there. We repeat things in conversation over and over and over again. Whether we realize it or not, because we have not done the inner work to heal or at least understand the hurt that we've been dealing with this entire time. Think about it. You can be doing just fine. Let you start drinking or something, you know? And all of a sudden, all these memories start flooding back into your mind. And you have to repeat these conversations because you just had these conversations probably not too long ago. And you're repeating these conversations of stuff that happened long ago. Still hurting you, still bothering you, still very fresh like it just happened yesterday. Why is that? Why is that? Why would you not want to go ahead and start taking those pieces of puzzles, figuring them out, and then replacing that piece back on that board, new and refreshed? Because all your other pieces are looking good because you've been doing that inner work for those pieces. But you have these pieces here that are still on the table that you're trying to put in where you've already did the inner work and you're trying to put pieces in that are still hurting. Those pieces are not going to fit even though that is where it's supposed to go. So you have to take that piece Speak life into that peace. Start understanding the hurt. Start clearing that pathway out. Start apologizing to your inner self. Speaking to your inner self. Writing notes to your inner self. Because you're going to be writing out your pain and frustration. Because you need to you need to see it. You need to read it. Then you need to allow it to do what it does. That piece is going to be clean, cleansed, and then you place it. Your puzzle is going to be beautiful once you start doing that. I'm not saying that it's not beautiful now, but I'm telling you, once you start cleaning and cleansing that inner, so many things will change for you. So many 
believe me, I have some things going on in my life right now that every time I think about it, I just laugh because I'm like, it ain't even, this ain't even my, this ain't even my problem. But it keeps being brought to my table. Why? Why is this chair trying to fit at my table when it's not my problem? I can help you through it, but you keep bringing it to me. Am I, am I a part of that? No. Okay, so let's sit and figure out where the root of this hurt is actually coming from. I've had to be okay with releasing myself from people I've known for years. And I'm okay with doing that because too many of them are toxic emotionally and mentally. Too many of them don't want to do the inner work. Too many of them were using me as the reason why they're upset. Oh, okay. Now, how is that again? But when you can't give me an answer of how and why I'm the reason, that's how I know it's not about me. Like, this is like when I was in middle school, elementary and middle school, and people were like, I don't like you. I don't like you. And that, why don't you like me? Well, because, because I just don't like you. Oh, okay. You, you know, is it, is it something about me that you're not liking because it's a part of who you want to be? And I mean that by I'm doing something that somebody else wanted to do, but they're afraid to do it. They did it and it didn't work for them at that time. They want to do it, but their friends, quote unquote friends, keep telling them they shouldn't do that because X, Y, and Z. So they're, they're allowing their friends to talk them out of positions and roles and, and things that could be better for them to better elevate them. But instead, they're going to tell me they don't like me because, because that's amazing. Well, when you figure that out, let's talk about that. And we may not ever talk about it. I mean, I have people from years ago that come to me and apologize to me for their behavior and their actions back in the day. I had no reason not to like you. Other people didn't like you. And so I didn't like you. I'm like, did, well, did they ever tell you why they didn't like me? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't debate. I may put up a little back and forth for a second, but after that, I'm like, I'm done. Because when you don't have a clear answer for me, so I can clearly understand this conversation, I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to go quiet. Because this conversation has nothing to do with me. This conversation has everything to do with you, your hurt, your frustrations, your something. Maybe somebody was belittling you prior to us knowing each other, beating you down emotionally and mentally, which is belittling, just for anybody that was wondering, um, you know, giving you disrespect. And here I am just being a friend, loving and liking you for who you're showing me that you are. But if you can't even, you can't even be yourself, that's a problem to me because I'm paying attention. And there's days I'm, I can be with my, my friends and I am so mentally drained, but I still show up. And I think to myself, I could have just stayed home. But if I stayed home, that's like, why aren't you coming? Because I just don't have it in me. But I want to go. And it's like a whole cycle. <laughs> so I'll still go, but just I let them, like, I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm here. I'm so sorry, but I am mentally exhausted. 
But when we speak it, then we can get through it. But it's when we hold everything back is where it's a problem. And I am learning to release so much that I've been holding on to. Because I'm giving space to people that don't even give two shits about me. I don't think. And I don't know. But I'm giving more space to them than they need. I didn't do it. But because I internally am an overthinker and I actually have a heart and feelings, (laughs) it'll make me think about things like, well, what did I do? How did I? Well, what was said? And I have to replay conversations. I have to replay moments. I have to replay. And I'm like, that still had nothing to do with me. So, projection. We have really got to get better at fixing what it is that we're going through. So that way we're not projecting it onto other people. When you're frustrated about something else, sit with that before you, before you bring it to somebody else. Before you even open your mouth to argue, disagree, sit with that before you do that. I've had people literally project their whole entire, almost their entire life on me. Like I was there and I did it to them. I'm like, that, that, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. But can I ask you a question? You're angry at me for what? Because you could make the same steps that I'm making. You could do the same things your way so you can be in a space that you want to be mentally and emotionally every day too, even financially. Every day. It's the choices we choose to make that also hold us back. So, be very careful when you're projecting, deflecting, and being defensive. Ask yourself, where is this truly coming from? Because it's something that triggered you from a trauma moment, a traumatic moment that happened to you, and you have not released it, you haven't got over it, you've felt it, but you're still defensive on it, you're still deflective, and you're still projecting. When wholeheartedly, it's it's you. And a lot of the times, we have to go back to our family members because that's where it starts at. But a lot of us don't want to do that work with our parents, though. Or our aunts and uncles or our grandparents if they're still, you know, living. Because a lot of that work that we got to do stems from our childhood, which is why I keep saying inner work. You have to inner stand to help yourself truly understand. Until next time.